Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan, which is our opportunity to prepare ourselves for what, what's likely to um, uh, come our way in terms of high probability trading opportunities. So we want to take on board uh, as much information as we can during this session. We'll, uh, we'll prepare and put together our trade plan. We post it into the chat box, of course, at the end of this session. So you've got something meaningful to take away. Uh, and then we look to apply that trade plan uh, to our um, uh, to our trading ideas over the course of the trading day. So we can't stress how important it is to plan and prepare yourself as best you possibly can. Uh, yeah, good morning, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Good morning, um, Mohammed. Good to have you with us. Um, you're all very, very welcome indeed. Great stuff, guys. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Then we'll start with our risk warning. Uh, please take a brief moment to familiarise yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. And uh, we've got a we've got a big big couple of days in terms of inflation, in terms of the whole sort of inflation narrative. Um, we had um, we had a slight rise in in PPI uh, inflation, which was um, I suppose positive in terms of news, um, negative for markets, and we we saw really a significant amount of quite choppy price action um, over the course of Friday's trading and, and, and overnight as well. And these markets are really dealing with quite stupid narratives at the moment, stupid sort of positioning. And and, uh, and as a result, we're seeing some sort of illogical price action as, as a result of that. Um, doesn't make trading any easier. And, and um, But we're seeing some really wide... Um, swings and uh and a lot of volatility so the next focus really will we'll come on to um our, some of the news uh data points which are due out tomorrow and wednesday just shortly but um all profitable traders they need to consider which markets to focus on uh, more importantly why are you focusing on those particular markets then we want to be able to enter and exit these markets with a high degree of consistency we need to know how to how to manage at risk, how much capital are you exposing to each trade? Are you trading the right sort of size relevant to your knowledge and experience? And uh, um, and uh, that's an important feature, of course. There's there's a each of these topics. There's an awful lot of education in your in your um, in your members area to which address many of these points. Um, how do you then manage a trade? to a successful outcome? If the market moves in your favor, what decisions do you need to make in order to try and secure profits on those trades? And then trend psychology as well, all are very important features, not just your own psychology as an individual, which of course is gonna bear, uh, it's gonna have a bearing on your decision-making, but also the market has its own psychology as well. And we're going through, like I said, one of these strange narratives uh, at the moment in this market. Um, just two off the top of my head the, the chinese story we're reopening when in actual fact they're not reopening um and i suppose the other one is the fact that the fed are going to pivot even though they've said really that they've got no intention of pivoting that they'll stay at these elevated levels for longer um so all of these things uh, are quite important for these markets to to be able to embrace these these types of considerations um and we discuss these elements live every day in our trade room, so there's no substitute for, for kind of gaining that experience in a in a live trading environment. Um, but also, we're strong advocates of being consistent in what we do. 
and the trades we take and, and what we look for, uh, being accurate with the levels that we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. So I mentioned we've got an important couple of days coming up, and we really do. Um, there's a bit of lack of clarity, and I'll show you what I mean in the charts, um, even though we had, and it's probably worth just taking a little step backwards to have a look at Friday's Friday's numbers. Uh, it was pretty much priced in that, that inflation, and not just in the US, but globally, there's a bit of a softening across the inflation picture. <clears throat> Friday kind of proved, as far as PPI is concerned, uh, producer price index, so input costs are actually going up and quite considerably in core PPI, um, ex excluding uh, energy and food. So that's actually taking a bit of a turn to the upside. And the problem with PPI and input costs, if they go up, then the, it's likely that the costs are, are pushed through and uh, the end consumer ends up paying those higher prices. And then that feeds into inflation. So it's all about whether these news events feed into inflation or whether they don't feed into inflation. Um, and these numbers now uh, show that there's a bit of a, there's a bit of concern, further concern for the Fed. Okay, so what do we have today? Well, we've got um, GDP numbers that have come out of the UK slightly stronger than, than expected. So we're sort of trading that recessionary line, aren't we, across many of these economies now in the UK. Um, but actually uh, a marginally positive uh, development, really, with the, uh, and uh, probably more, more positive than the negative, um, very minor news events, as you can see, for the, for the uh, British pound. So the only thing of interest, we, we've got our bond auctions as well. We'll have a look at the bond markets in just a second. Um, we'll be hearing from the Governor of the Central Bank of Canada. Uh, the text of the speech is due at the release listed time. The speech is scheduled for delivery 15 minutes later. So participate in a fireside chat about the Canadian economy. Okay, so very much um, Canadian dollar related, so be mindful of that if you're trading the Canadian dollar. So I mentioned tomorrow and Wednesday we've got some important events and here's the first one. Tomorrow lunchtime at 1.30 we've got CPI and on um, US CPI numbers and on Wednesday we have the FOMC. So you can see here there's, a, there's a, the expectation for these markets to increase rates for 50 basis points. Um, I think we're probably likely to see that 50 basis point rate hike. We probably think we'll probably settle around 5%, maybe 5.5% um, in the early part of next year. Uh, and then we'd probably be anticipating the Fed to sit on that for a, a prolonged period of time um, until inflation starts coming down. And the problem is, if inflation gets sticky up at this sort of 7 8% level, then they'll have to go higher. Mm -hmm. So I think those that are calling a Fed pivot is like the transitionary camp this time last year by saying inflation is nothing to worry about. We'll still probably get to targets. Um, we're anticipating sort of a 2 to 3% um, inflation target this year. And as you can see, we're up at, you know, we were up at sort of 9, 9.1%. So they're not even close to being correct. 
Um, and a lot of these people are now saying, yeah, the Fed are going to start pivoting, they'll start reducing rates. And we just don't see an environment for that to be possible. Um, so we can prepare ourselves accordingly, you see. And that's what I mean. This, this, this market, these markets currently are trading quite strange narratives. If you see prices moving either to the upside or to the downside, they're often doing so for quite odd, quite sort of strange reasons. <clears throat> so let's get into these charts then. And we'll start as we always do with risk. So we'll, um, we'll have a quick view of risk sentiment. So we, we have been selling uh, this little price up, up at these levels. Um, so we've got a couple of good trades off towards uh, at the beginning of last week. And then we just went into this little sideways pattern of not that much to work with. We had a push higher, which reversed really quite aggressively. So if I get up my pen, we're, we're in a bit of a holding pattern now for, for, for the risk on risk off trade. And, and it's a five day, that's a four day holding pattern basically. The problem with that is we're probably likely to see a bit of a move uh, post CPI tomorrow. There's nothing really to to drive these markets. So we're talking about this little bit of price action in here. We've been here before. And um, this is a strong level of support resistance in at these just slightly lower levels. <clears throat> so each time before we, we, we saw, you know, a bit of a move to the upside. And that's what we can probably prepare ourselves for. We've got this descending level just up at these higher levels. Um, but equally, we've got the 39.15, which is a, we're below the 200 period moving average now, don't forget. And uh, we could look for this market to, to squeeze into this little, this little space down below. So really what we have to do as traders currently is actually be quite flexible in our, in our, in our thinking and in our, in our approach. So We've done the analysis. We know we've got important news tomorrow. Uh, if we're managing a big fund, are we likely to be jumping in with two feet today based on Friday's, you know, higher than expected PPI numbers? Uh, probably not. It, it doesn't feel like it's, um, it would be a clever trade at this point. And that's, that's some of the problems we've got. So again, all of these um, US industry markets, they're all threatening to, to push lower on the open last night. Um, so we can look for sell trades, of course, uh, in these USMCs, where's my, yeah. So let's look at the NASDAQ then. We've got two, four, five, um, <coughs> five days or four days of, uh, you know, pretty sideways moving price action. So where this market moves next, we, it's kind of difficult to say from here. Um, so we could, could look to trade the breakouts to the upside above 11,700, let's say, and uh, we could sell the, the downside move uh, below the 11,436. So we're in this, we're smack bang in the middle of consolidation at the moment. So a lack of clarity as far as risk is concerned. If I have a look at. The FTSE 100, we, we've got a, a sort of a bearish view on it, but it's um, it's 
it's reluctant to get there, isn't it? Um, the DAX as well. If these markets roll back over to the downside, there's some decent sell trades perhaps. We've got the cold snap beginning to bite again now across Europe. So that's going to impact energy prices. And we might see the FTSE and the DAX you know, reacting accordingly. The Nikkei, here's the problem with the Nikkei. It's uh, two, four, six, eight days of pretty tight range. And it's not just a straightforward range. We've got higher highs, higher highs, which will, will, will reject. And then we've got lower lows, which reject. And then we've got higher highs again, which we... So really, this is quite a bit of choppy price action. And it's easy for traders to get really chopped up in, in these in these equity markets at the minute. Bitcoin, we're trading around that $17,000 level. So some difficult times ahead for, for your um, crypto traders. So oil, our, our bias is, is to the downside. We didn't get too much follow through on Friday. Um, we seem to be sitting around the $71, $72 level. Uh, our bias below the 73.67 would be to the downside. We are getting a bit of choppy sort of range bound price action as well. So so looking at gold next, I mean, really what's jumping out of these markets is is the, the relative indecision, the, 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 the push to the upside on Friday followed by the pullback. And now this morning, the, the extended rollover to the downside, followed by the pullback. <clears throat> and it's just broadly speaking, we, we just we prefer to trade more, um, more markets that are giving us a little bit more to work with. Um, look what's happening with the uh, with the dollar yen. This is one of the most liquid markets in the world. Two, four, six days of pretty much nothing. I'm sorry to say, uh, let's look at, we'll just finish the yen before we go into the dollar. Again, what, what, what screams at us from these charts is <coughs> the indecision that we can clearly see the, the, these, these, these spikes in these markets are very um, disconcerting. So when you get prices driving in a particular direction and then reversing the whole way, and then going into this little sort of quite volatile, erratic sideways move, it just makes you want to, you know, get in either to the upside or, or to the or to the downside once once this price breaks these levels, either higher or lower. We don't necessarily mind. We can prepare ourselves for both. Um, similar situation with the pound, with the pound yen. So, kind of a, a distinct lack of clarity across the board now today. Um, probably the reaction to Friday's PPI numbers wasn't as as uh, coherent as we would probably expect. Um, 
So sideways moving price action here for the for the dollar. There's definitely a lot of conditions which would be uh, a lot more tradable for us than what we currently have. You see, if we start seeing some volatility come in to the upside, we can look for buy trades. If prices start rolling over to the downside, we can look for sell trades. We want to keep an open mind with these with these markets, the way that they're currently moving. see we had a little roll over to the downside for the dollar swiss which kind of failed to help to hold so now we're just trading at the bottom bottom ranges of of these uh this consolidation dollar cad we're in two four six days of, of sideways moving last but not least i mean we could put a pretty Pretty significant blanket just around this price action broadly. Um, the bias would be to the upside. We're having lower highs and uh, yeah, lower highs and higher highs and uh, higher lows uh, as this market is pushing upside. So the bias would be to the upside. It's just um, uh, I suppose that was the trade from last week, sixty-seven forty-two. So, um, but then it's running into all this resistance up at these higher levels so a distinct lack of kind of quality setups this morning guys and this new zealand dollar just to finish off we have that same problem we're just inside this little pretty tight range now and we we've been here for for a week or so so really we have to trade what we see and what we see is consolidation pretty much across the board we see a lack of direction <coughs> in risk and all of that is a bit of a problem for us we want to trade more sort of coherent market conditions and uh we just don't have them uh, right now so friday we were looking for that mild risk on market condition which um uh us inflation ppi numbers uh became a bit of um became a bit of a problem change one letter here so be mindful of us inflation numbers due out um due out tomorrow okay be mindful of that because that's the next major news event that's likely to profoundly impact our price and direction so basically if 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 we get a good news story in in the inflation like it i.e it's it's more positive expect bad news across the equity markets expect a stronger dollar Ex expect that flight to safety trade and if inflation comes in much lower the problem with friday's news event with ppi is it came in month on month above expectation but uh it's coming in lower year on year so there is improvement on the inflation story but the improvement is not as as meaningful as perhaps the markets were pricing in so do be mindful of that so can we have a bit of a position on these markets not really we have to call it as we see it so when we have lots of plentiful opportunity we are more than happy to to be really aggressive and to put those levels out and to be um really quite proactive 
But the same is also true when these markets are in this kind of malaise, this little sideways pattern due to actually narratives that are a little bit confusing as well at the minute. So all of these things uh, are things for us to, to take on board. So I guess the question is, do we have that global indices strength and dollar weakness trade to even focus on? We, we don't really. Uh, US oil, we are looking to get it to sell below that 71, 72 dollar level, but we're sort of sideways moving around that level. Um, um, so without doubt, the market summary is very much around kind of a mixed market conditions. Um, more of a technical kind of trade plan today and really what are we doing with these markets we're going to be identifying uh support resistance and and these ranges in these markets and we're gonna kind of wait patiently really for prices to break out from consolidation um and uh when that happens we want to position ourselves accordingly so what i'm going to do is post this into the chat box guys so you can take it away with you uh thanks very much for joining us as always um we'll uh, we'll switch over to our live trade room now so feel free to join us uh in our live trade room yeah good morning everyone hope you're all keeping well and you had a, a reasonably good weekend um no doubt about tomorrow is likely to be really quite an explosive period uh for these markets so do um do bear that in mind and really we're in this kind of wait and see kind of holding pattern um we refrain from getting in on on friday due to the sort of quite quite odd quite strange price action and we were proven correct uh, as the day unfolded we had some sharp moves initially and then some very very um uncomfortable pullback especially across the us indices and uh and, and then we, we, we've had a, a series of different reactions in different markets. So really nothing substantial to work with in the end on Friday afternoon. So we were proven correct in terms of being patient and pause. As you can see today now, we're still in this sort of four or five day little sideways pattern. And it's the breakout of these patterns which what interests us as traders. Um, okay then guys, I have posted the chat box, uh, the, the trade plan into your chat box. Any questions, feel free to post them and we'll answer them before we close off the broadcast uh, thanks for joining us as always and uh, just to let you know we trade these markets live every day for 8 a.m for the us for the european trading session and again at 12 45 uh, for the us trading session so we, we do look to try and capitalize on the best trading opportunities around those market opens so do feel free to join us for more information just go to our website thelivetrader.com and feel free to contact us there if you need on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. We'll switch rooms now, and we'll see you shortly. Bye for now.